we talk about healing, we talk about the physical aspect of it, which is very important. But a lot of times the attacks against our bodies come about because of attacks of uh, rejection, uh, anxiety, uh, fear. All that stuff can have a physical effect on us. But he's there to heal relationships. He's there to right the wrongs that have taken place. But he says he has sent his word to heal us. Amen? So where are the healing at? Well, that could be two ways. The healing is in the word of God. Amen? Think of that. The spoken word of God. When you hear the Word of God, when you speak it, when you listen to it, it's changing your DNA. It's changing the way that you're thinking. You know, I, it's not a pill, it's a breathman I have. I take it and it will kill my bad breath. Now I can carry it around my pocket and think, well, I got this thing. But until I insert it into my mouth, you're going to smile at the onions. Or whatever might be in my mouth. But when I take it, how does the breath mint work? I cannot tell you. Now somebody might be, retired teachers might be able to tell you how that happens. I just know that I've taken before and my breath feels nice and fresh and clean. How's that smile? <laughs> Never mind. But we go back to his, he's our healer through his spoken word. And we hear that word. And allow it to penetrate into our body. It changes us. It'll take away your fear. It'll take away your anxiety. It'll battle the depression for you. And even cause you to find favor of other folks through His Word. Now, in the Scriptures, I, I know in Psalms 91, verse 11, it says where He has assigned His angels around us. Amen? Y'all remember that? So using plural means we got at least two angels that's watching over us. We know in the scriptures that aren't all angels ministering angels? I mean, they are assigned to do what they need to do. That's an amazing thing. Things that you got to ponder on from time to time. In Deuteronomy, it'll say that one of us can cause a thousand to flee, two of us together, ten thousand. Think of that. It shows you individually right now. I have a couple angels around me. But in prayer, I can cause a thousand of my enemies to be dispatched to go. Then you and I come together in agreement, 10,000. So there's power in numbers. How God does it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know His, his angels are assigned to His word. If I start praying and I'm a born-again Christian, I'm standing on the Word of God, and I start speaking it out, there's angels that are assigned to go out and do His bidding. Wow, Starkey's in prayer right now, or Rita's in prayer right now. Then we come together, me and Rick come together, we start praying. Wow, must be something really going on. There's 10,000 out there. Then we got three of us come together, four of us, five of us. Look, look at the war that we can create when we come together and we stand on the Word of God and we speak that Word of God out. 
So you by yourself and you feel defeated at times. But coming together and trusting the Word of God and standing on and speaking it out over a situation that most people say there's no hope for anymore. Some people out there, some people already wrote off saying God can't use them. Maybe they're saying that about you right now. It's all, you'll never be a mountain of nothing. But I'm telling you what, there's power in prayer, power in speaking the Word of God. There's power following Jesus. And that has to stimulate it, has to strengthen us. Then yes, I'm going to stand on that. Knowing you're not defeated. It all starts with us with a relationship with God through the Son, Jesus. You know, are you born again today? And man, your name written in the book of life. Man, you are one of God's army, one of His children. But not only do we speak out for them, but for ourselves. Let me pray to you. Go around the house speaking the Word of God over you. Hey, body, I declare you healed today. I speak to every organ of my body. That you are lying at the Word of God, that by His stripes I am healed. Why can you say that? Because it, my Bible tells me that Jesus took the curse to the cross. He took it. He took sickness. He took disease. So I'm taught my body, kidneys, you line up the Word of God. Liver, you line Lungs, <sighs> yes, breathe in and breathe out. And God forgive me any abuse I brought upon my body to deteriorate it. I repent from it today. Eyeballs, you line up. Well, you wear glasses. Yes, I'll wear glasses. You want me to wear glasses? Eyeballs, you line of the Word of God. I'll wear glasses till the day I don't need to wear glasses anymore. Blood. Purified. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. I speak to it. Any disease floating through there? Be dispatched. Out. Anything that's in my body today that God hasn't placed there, I order it to be removed. Cancer cells, get out of my body. I'm a redeemed by the blood of Jesus. He took all sickness, all disease. Spirit of depression, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Out. What's the best way to fight the spirit of depression? The Word of God. Worshiping Him. Spirit of fear, what's the best way to fight it? The Word of God. Worshiping Him. Oh, unclean thoughts that keep trying to come back in your head? The lies of the devil? How do we fight all this? Oh, we let God fight it through His Word. Think of that. His Word. That's the greatest thing there is on earth. Our faith in His Word changes things. You're here today, born again. Somewhere along the line, you heard the Word of God and you received it. It's changed your life. You say, well, yeah, Pastor, I was, a lot, I was a lot more, I was a lot funnier back then, or uh, I had a lot more joy back before I come to church, and I thought I'd come to church, and oh, I got all these burdens now. Well, you got burdens, but no burdens. Number one, you're born again, your sins have been forgiven, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you have a heaven to gain. In the hell is hun. This place isn't your home. That leaky roof you're concerned about today ain't going to be here always. You ain't going to need it all the time. That plugged up toilet you got at home that you're worried about right now, okay. Don't worry about it. Fix it. If you can't fix it, go to your neighbors. These things are temporarily. Oh, the car. <laughs> Somebody had to stop this morning and wire up your bumper, okay. You get tired of wiring up your bumper? Tear it off. 
Don't let these things stop you. Don't let them get you down. Don't look at the things that others have and say, well, why do I not have them? Look for God. God provides all our needs. Understand that. And everything we have belongs to Him, right? Yes, your house, your car, your wallet, everything. So the next step would be, how are you taking care of God's things? Amen? Remember the extra, I wanted a new bicycle. I had this old one. I mean, we had five kids sharing one bicycle. And, well, I wanted my own. Finally got one, but you know what prevented it from coming for a long time? Ride my bike, take turns, we get done. Throw it down, go to the house. Oh, wasn't taking care of things. But when I learned to start taking care of things, wow, I got my own bike. And that's what we have to do. We want things from God. Awesome. Everything belongs to Him. We've got to make sure that we're taking care of what He's given us in the first place. Everything belongs to Him. And that's the same way for our, for our mind. Your thoughts belong to the Lord. And He'll give you the perfect thoughts. We've got to wean them off of the things of this world and, and, and quit listening to the, the enticements of those around you. Because Satan only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen? But Christ has come to give you life and give it more abundantly. A peace is the number one thing He'll bring to you. And it's offered to each one of us. But we do get burdened a lot as a born-again Christian because our heart's heavy for those around us that don't know the truth yet. We can look at one another, we look at our children, our grandchildren, our children, children, and think, man, they're heavy because they're not doing what I want them to do. They don't line up the Word of God. A couple of things come to mind. Number one, he says, now raise a child in the ways of the Lord, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. Okay. Some of us, myself, was not born again when my kids were smaller. Okay, so I had the power to pray over my children, speak the word of God out. That word ain't going to come back void. See, as we speak the word of God out, we got to stand on that and be content that God's word will do what it says it's going to do. Satan will try to paralyze you. He wants you give just to give up, but we can't. We got to dig in deeper and deeper. And do that with confidence in the Word of God. You're powerful. Understand that? Very powerful. The Bible also tells us that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And a lot of time, our prayer life and we're thinking about things, we don't surely how, how things work. Let me just give you a brief demonstration. I borrowed my son Ryan for a second. Now I borrowed Carol here in a minute too. But you're praying for a loved one. You're praying for someone. And boy, they just don't know the Lord. And so you start praying. And I say, boy, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind whatever unclean spirit is keeping my son from coming to know Jesus. I bind this day in the name of Christ. Here it comes. Angel of dispatch. That spirit is bound right now. And God, when that spirit is bound, will actually bring someone across their path that will minister to them in such a way that they come out of darkness into the light. Your word says, God, to pray for the workers. The harvest is plenty, 
but the workers are few. So by the Spirit is bound, it becomes a Christian. You're a spirit, actually. Okay. okay. And he starts witnessing to this person here that bound the Spirit. Okay? Tell him about Jesus. Tell him about the Lord. You know, and, and what's happening? She's going to hear it right now because this, here, this, this interference is bound. And then she'll leave. And then what happened there? Man, maybe encouraged a lot of what she heard. But then that spirit of rejection that she's been fighting all her life, or depression, whatever starts coming back. And what happens then? She invites this back on her. And now it's ministering. So next morning, get up. I bind whatever unclean spirit is. It's spirit of depression right now in the name of Jesus. And God, when I get that bound, send forth someone to witness to them in such a way. Their ears will be open, God. They won't listen to me. I preached. I yelled. I screamed. They do no good. But send someone across their path. They will hear that word. And they shall come out of darkness into the light. They shall be born again. And if they're my son, my grandson, a relative of my household, I have a good inheritance. I claim that today. Satan, get your hands off my, my children. Get off my household. They are born again. Bound. Here comes somebody else comes. You don't have to get this time. And so it's back and forth. How many times are we going to intervene on someone's behalf before we give up? Well, my question, my, my encouragement today is don't give up. He'll try to wear you down, Satan will. And, and sometimes when you start praying for somebody and you, and you start interceding, they're going to get worse. Because uh, the spirit of rebellion is in there. And Satan will do whatever he can to, to make them turn. They're going to lash out at you. They're going to speak at you. They're going to reject you. Dare do things in this world. Why would you ever do that? Well, remember, they're not the enemy. It's the spirit that controls them, that's got a hold of them. That's your enemy. Not them. We fight in the spiritual realm. We, we fight by speaking the Word of God out. We do what He's called us to do. Ryan has never been my enemy. If you ever had any rebellious spirit in his life, or we sow wild oats, right? It's the spirit behind that. I'm never my Brian's enemy. It's the spirit behind. You see what I'm saying? We can scream at people. Why do you keep doing this all the time? I keep telling you to do this. And, and I know we get upset, right? Don't we? Uh, Bonnie does at least. Okay. But what we want to do is, is channel that into the spiritual realm. And let it, it just intensify our, our prayer life. Now, there's nothing wrong with instructing, hey, listen, you should not be doing that. That's not right. You're going to get in trouble. Hey, you're on your own. Do what you want to. But I'm telling you, you should not be doing that. That's not what God says. But not screaming. And then what happens? In your prayer life, your closet, you're praying against that spirit of control. And we have victory. The Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee. So that means we continue to intercede and mess up the devil's plan. But he has it all figured out. The boy is going to torment you, and he's he's going to take you, and he's he, he's going to destroy your life. And we keep interfering and praying and interceding and binding him. I give up. There, I want you. See what he does. That's what he does. 
He has to devour him. That's what, that's what evilness is. He wants to destroy the image of God. It's in us. Now go to the next one. And the next one. Now, maybe a few months later, come back around here. Hey! So what we do? We continue to intercede. Continue to pray. In the same way for ourselves. Praying for ourselves. Oh, you know, part of the, they call it the Lord's Prayer. Lead me not to temptation. Well, God will never leave you in temptation. If you're getting to temptation, God's not testing you. The devil is. Understand that. But God deliver me from the evil one. Check my heart, God. Is it pure? Anything in my heart that shouldn't be there. I want to please you, God. And I want to be your workman. I want to be the one on fire. I want to be, you to use me to tear down the strongholds that attacking my loved ones. Oh, you're powerful, God. That's how it, boom. And then, again, as I pray, I mean, can you imagine? Spirit of addiction, spirit of alcoholism, spirit of, very strong spirit, spirit of perversion, very strong. So that we come and we pray. Oh, I just bind this spirit, and this spirit is humongous. I mean, oh, in the name of Jesus, and then here comes Fernando. I agree with you. We bind that spirit, and then you agree, and you, we have got a war going on. A righteous war. And that's how we defeat and fight. Not giving up. Standing on the Word of God. His Word will not come back void. He said it will do exactly what He says it will do. But it has to be spoken. It has to be, have faith behind it. And that's when we speak in last week. All authority has been given to you. Been given to me through the name of Jesus. Thanks, son. If I need you, I'll pick on you some more here. You know, what's heavy on your heart? Who, who you've been interceding, praying for? Is your heart breaking because of what's going on in somebody's life today? Okay. Well, I don't mean it bad way. I'm glad your heart's breaking. That means you're concerned that you care. Amen? When we get callous saying, I don't care. They do what they want to. And we all feel that way. Once in a while, probably. And we maybe we say that once in a while. I just give up. God forgive me. I don't give up. God, you never gave up on me. Forgive me. God strengthen me. Show me what to do next. And boom. You open that word up and you start searching. Start looking the word of God. Have you been in the word this past week? Have you had something? Well, I just need a word to stand on. And you start looking. You know what's awesome in the day and age that you live in today? Oh, Lord, I just need a... Man, what does the word say about whatever it might be? You can get on Google. God, how do I fight depression this morning? And they'll give you Bible verses. Now, please, do me a favor, or do yourself a favor. When they give you a verse, and then they tell you what it says, if you can, go to your Bible. Open up your hardcover Bible if you have it, or, or a trusted source. Because anybody, anyone can type anything. So they give you a scripture, and type something really weird. And you start standing on that. Let this, let that scripture lead you to one in, the, in your trusted source of the, the Holy Bible itself, and then read it. Because as Carol was teaching us the other night and stuff, there's all type of new Bibles coming out. China's got perverted ones out there. LGBT plus all the alphabets got one out there. And it's so easy to get confused anymore. But to find that and just stand on that and speak it out. 
trust in God. But no, every time you hear the word, it does something different inside of you. Please understand that. As a child of God, the Spirit of God lives in you. The Holy Spirit was in here. The Holy Spirit wrote what you're reading. And when you say it, it makes your, your body starts lining up with it. Think of that. I mean, you give your life to Christ. He lives in you. You are Him. Amen. And that Word of God is His, is His, His instructions, His game plan, if I can say it that way. And so when you're speaking it out, you're just telling the playing field to line up with the, with the play itself. Amen? Yes. Make sure you're calling, calling the plays of the Lord and not of the devil. And we have to watch that. Spoken word. Man, I don't feel good today. I'm sick. I'll never get any better. Is that what the Word of God says? No. You might feel that way. Oh, Boy, I don't, know, I don't really feel like I'm getting much better, but I'm standing on the Word of God. I'm not going by the way I feel today. Uh, okay, well, thank you, Lord, for my medicine. I'm going to take it, but I'm going to declare it by the stripes He took on His back. I have healing in my body. All this spirit of depression attacking me. And that's the greatest fight right now that most people I talk to have is depression. And folks, that is a battle. It's a spiritual battle. Satan brings it on. Can you look around the world right now? Look at Hard to find happy things, isn't it? And your heart's concerned because you know what's coming next. But our time here is short, so you do have a heavy heart. But let it be a heavy, joyful heart. Because when you have something heavy on you, that means there's something you can do about it. And you can pray. Speak the Word of God. And sometimes, if it's a personal thing, you can turn away from whatever it is. Amen? Remember that. We said, well, God, take it from me. He said, nah. What's he say? You give it to me. Because if, if he takes it from you, pretty soon you're like, well, I really want that back. I want that back. But if you say, God, I'm done with it. I don't want it anymore. And you give it to him. And you can still bring it back. But it's not him giving it back to you. You're taken back. So I ask you this question today. Why did you give it to him in the first place? What was so burdensome about it? What's so wrong in your life that you might just can't take it no more? And you, you give it to him. Sometimes it's a good thing to write it down. Man, I declare the day that I am done with this. Whatever it might be. I just I give it to you, Lord. Because blah, 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 blah. And then six months later, when you don't quite remember why, you don't go where you used to go or do what you used to do, you can bring that baby up and read it and say, oh, wait a second. Uh, I remember. Hmm. Oh. You ever lose weight, Dixie? Don't answer that. You shouldn't ever ask a lady that way. But you ever lose weight because oh, you feel better about it? And then... Six months later, seven months later, that cream stick isn't that bad. Amen? And so eating another one and then another one. I've been there, done that. You know, next thing you know, that 20 pounds you lost is in front of you now. And why? What, what's that? And now 30 pounds, yeah. Uh, but I forgot why I lost it. Oh, a doctor said, get away from sugar. 
You know, sugar is number one feeding of cancer. Understand that sugar feeds cancer. Break away from it. Don't don't take it. But then you kind of forget that when you start feeling better. You know what I'm saying? So you write down the reason why you're doing the things and go back into it. journaling. A lot of you ladies do journaling. Most men we don't do that. My wife has a journal from the day she was born. I'll tell you what, yes. But it's a good thing to make notations of why you did what you did. Uh, you quit drinking. I'm sick and tired of oh, I'm getting tired of waking up not knowing where I'm at. I'm sick of it. Boom. God, I give it to you. It delivers it for me. Boom. Thank you. And six months later, so you know, really wasn't that bad. What happens? You grab a bottle. Next thing you know, right back. We just got to learn. We all go through rotations. We got to get to the point that I'm tired of it. You give it to God and follow Him. And His Word will fight your battles for you. And we say, get behind me, Satan. But God said also, resist the devil. And He will flee from you. Amen? But the spoken Word of God. I just pray that you find yourself more and more in the Word every day. And that you allow it to become the center of your life. You're going to open your mouth up and speak today, which we're all going to do it. Make sure it's, it's lines up with the Word of God. Amen. Don't by go by how you feel. Don't by how much you don't like me. Okay? I always find something nice about me, you know? I always say it this way. I make everybody happy. Half of them make happy when I walk in the room. The other half happy when I walk out of the room. But I make everybody happy. And I always try to figure, find something to be encouraged with in the day. But God really laid on my heart this morning to, to us to stand in intercession today for our children, our children, children. And what I want to do is bring out some scriptures. And as I speak them out and talk about them, uh, your amen is confirmation that we're, we're in unison together. So one can cause a thousand to flee, two, ten thousand. You know, we've got 35 people here probably here today. Uh, look at the power that will be taking place. And we're going to intercede and ask Carol to intercede today for Israel. Continue to pray for for the state of Israel. So i got to turn some lights on here if I can see a little bit better. Oh, th- thank you. I, you know, it just reminds me of just like God. Let there be light. And there was. He says, you have not because you have asked not. Mm. But in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 9 and 10, and if you want to write any of these down, you're welcome to. I have a Bible here somewhere. Yeah, okay. I actually lost my Bible the other day and couldn't find it anywhere. Then my wife put it up right beside my chair. Which I appreciated that. Ezekiel 37, verse 9 and 10. He said, Now he said to me, Prophesy through the breath, prophesy, Son of Man, and say to it, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come, breathe from the four winds and breath into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied that He commanded me, and breathe, breath entered them, and they came to life and stood up on their feet as a vast army. Or something like that. He came across these bones, these bones were dead. Nothing there at all. But God said the prophesied. They, otherwise, he's saying, Tell these bones are going to live. They're going to live. They're not going to die. They're going to be raised up in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. And they shall live. I don't care what they look like. They're going to live. 
And you might be looking at your children today, your children's children, you think, man, they are dead in sin, they're, they're, there's nothing you can do for them. And he said, this here, you stand on that there, that in the name of Jesus, they shall live. There shall be spiritual alive, that the name shall be written in the Lamb's book of life, that God shall change their, their ways, that they will live and not die. You say, well, how, how can that happen? Because you're speaking out the Word of God. That's the promise God's given us. Not to get wore down. And folks, in the morning or whenever you want to do your prayer, you speak that out. Yes, thank you, Lord, for the day. Yes, thank you for ministering. Thank you for bringing them back to life. Thank you for bringing out darkness. We give them glory and we go on with our life. Understand, please do not sit around and worry all day long and be heavy hearted before. You spoke the word of God out over them, man. And God will take it from there. You, You activated it. Oh, I'm telling you, it's like turning your beagle loose on a rabbit trail, okay? You don't chase a rabbit once you or, uh, uh, bigger when it turn it loose. It does what it's supposed to do. It will bring that rabbit back around. Amen. When you lose that word of God, it's like turn that bigger loose. And I'm telling you what, he's going to chase that and chase it until they bring them back around. We got to stay confident on the word of God on that. Don't let Satan try to come along and and water it down. Jeremiah 31. Mm-mm. I, I love the Word of God. I love finding Scripture. And there's a lot of Scripture in here that pertains to what we're talking about today. But I love it when I find a nugget. I find a Word of God that pertains to the situation I'm praying and I get to speak it out. Wow. Then I write it down. Then I keep my notes down. Of course, I got notes hanging everywhere. For the next time, I'm called to, call, to pray the same way. And pretty soon, the book that you have of all your special prayers and stuff, it's the size of the Bible. Oh, where can I find that? But this is God's Word in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 31, verse 16 and 17. Thus says the Lord, Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears. For your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. And they will return from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, declares the Lord. And your children will return to their own territory. Thus says the Lord. That's God's word. That's His word. And what, again, our enemy wants to do is water it down. Not, not even have you look at the word. He wants you to look at the circumstances. He wants you to look at your children, your children, children, children today, wherever they're at, and say, I got them. They're mine. You blew it. You messed up. No. What does the word of God say? We just read it, right? Did he not say they shall return back to their territory? Amen. That's what we stand on. We intercede and we continue. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that my kids are sitting beside me in church today. Well, thank you, Lord, they're in church over here. Thank you, God, their name written in the book. I've got a good inheritance. Thank you, Lord. Well, pastor, we're not sitting here. I'm prophesizing. I'm speaking. I'm proclaiming the word of God. I'm mean, like God's word do what it was designated to do. Folks, our kids can break our hearts. Your kids, kids, and your kids, 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 they can. And they will. But I'm telling you what, God is a mender. His word was sent. Because remember, in the eyes of God, at one time we were one of those kids. We were rebellious against God, amen? Yes, we was. We did things our own way. We didn't want to listen to nobody else. 
I mean, everybody knows an 18 year old man knows everything. Yes. Yes, or sometimes, take it a little lower. Every teenager knows everything in the world. Okay, alright. But I'm telling you what, our God knows everything. And we declare everything through Him. And what we see going on today, we know that God, in the hands of God, He will take that, He will turn it around, and He will use it for His glory. So we ought to bring you peace. Let that bring you comfort. Now, okay, there's some, some wild oats right now. Oh, they lashed out at me. But remember, they're lashing out to the Christ who's in you. Not you, but the Spirit is in you. And that means you're touching a good nerve. Amen? That means they're hearing you. And that word will not come back. Boy, the way you're living your life for Jesus, and you're shunning things, not doing the things of this world, Hey, it's not going unwatched. You're making a mark wherever you go. You're making a stand for the Lord and you're speaking to people how awesome God is. As these days draw nearer and nearer to His coming and things get more wickeder and wickeder and they're going to see the peace and the strength and the comfort that you have even in the middle of storms. Even when you're drawing people to you for the Christ who's inside of you. But we stand on these words. Oh, a couple more here. Isaiah forty nine twenty five says, I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will save your children. God. He's telling that. Can we trust God? We can, can't we? Amen. But again, as Isaiah forty nine twenty five, I will contend with him who can who contends with you. Mm. And I will save your children. And folks, it can be saved from anything. It could be a wrong relationship right now that they're in. It could be anything. It could be the wrong job that they have. The only way of thinking, it can be addiction. But He's promised us, if we stand on His Word, He will save our children. That's our children, children. Those in our household. And folks, you get born again, you are... I'm the king of your household, the king of your children. You're the king of your family. In God's eyes, you have authority. I guess one of you have spiritual authority over them. Think of that. Oh, they got free will. Yes, they got free will. But there's nothing greater than the authority that God has given us. His name to speak it out. And what He doesn't want us to do. To get faint, to get weak, and, and give up. Again, it goes back to being together. It, it, it's encouraging when we get to the point, man, Fernando, I don't know if I can take it no more. I've been praying and praying, but things are getting worse. I don't know. Oh, brother, brother, listen, it's going to happen that way. I'm going to sound like you, didn't I? It's, it's going to happen that way. But I'm telling you, let's come together. Let's just pray. How can I pray with you today? And man, we come together in prayer, and next thing you know, I'm getting built up and strength. Yeah, I can do it. And man, I'm telling you, we're shaking the gates of hell, encouraging one another. Come together and pray for one another. I'm telling you what. And some of us right now, we we got this prayer thing going on the last several weeks. Pick out scripture and stuff. We're standing on the Word of God and stuff. And it's going to make a difference. It is going to make a difference. I'm telling you what. Standing on that Word. 
But he said, are you going to rescue your kids? I'm telling you what. That's what and you might find out, oh, man, he's going to rescue my kid. My kid's in jail now. Oh, praise God. He's off the streets. He's got, he's got their attention right now. I'm telling you what. There's nowhere that God cannot reach our children and our children's children or anyone that we've been praying for. He, he promises that. Mm-hmm. I get one more here. On Proverbs twenty two six. Proverbs twenty two six is another one. It's talking about children, and a lot of us are gonna apply this towards uh, maybe our children are grown, but our children's children's children. You have the influence on the ground floor of a new baby, a new life. And it says, Lord, I thank you for the wisdom to train up my child. And that's your grandchild. Or it, it can even be your kids. If your kid is forty years old, you're still raising them, aren't you? I mean, I mean, spiritually, are you not? And if they're not eating spiritual food, you're still getting it ready for them, right? And you still speak that. You still send them little cards, hey, happy birthday, praying the Lord will bless you today, and if a Bible verse, Amen. I mean, you're still doing it. You're still training. I'm telling you, have confidence in what you're doing in in the Word of God. Let that confidence be the Spirit of God that's in you, working through you, through your mouth, through your hands, ministering to them. Then have confidence, we just said earlier, that we bind the, the unclean spirit that's keeping them from coming to Jesus. Then we ask for a worker, someone to witness to them. That God will do that. He can do it in the strangest ways. He can use the strangest people to do that. But He'll do that. But... Again, we, he has to have an invitation because he works through us. So you allow him to do what he wants to do. Now, I shared the illustration many times. It's like Hulk Hogan and, and, uh, the guy who used to sell slim gyms. It's like being in a wrestling match. They, t- you know, they can't come in the ring unless they get tagged. And when we say, come on, Lord, and we speak his word out, we allow him to get involved in the situation. Then trust him in that. But at the same time, may our eyes and ears be open and our spirit be raised to watch those that God sends across our path. As He might send you across my loved one's path because they won't listen to me. I can be prepared because here comes Fernandez across my path to witness to them. You know, I truly believe the Bible says what we sow, we're going to reap. And I think as we sow into others, we get to reap the benefits too in our different lives. But standing on the words of Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare that our children are children, children's children for the kingdom of God. Father, we don't go by what we see, but we go by your word. Your word says that our kids, whew, they shall breathe, they shall live. They shall be spiritually alive in you, Christ. We stand upon that today, Lord. That old bones, old ways of life be gone in the name of Jesus. That their names shall be written in the Lamb's book of life. And God, we continue to bind that unclean spirit that's coming against them, causing them chaos, the lies that they're hearing. Father, you send forth people across their paths in the name of Jesus to witness them in such a way they shall come out of darkness into the light. And they shall declare Jesus Christ as Lord of Lord and their Savior. They shall do that. And Father, you shall fill them with the Holy Spirit and all knowledge and wisdom, God. Oh, I want to thank you now for what you're doing in their behalf, Father. We just praise you. We thank you that we have a good inheritance. Our children, our children, 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 our inheritance from God.
And said, Blessed is the man who quiver is full. So, Lord, we say, Satan, get your hands off and we place the blood of Jesus over our children's 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 children. And declare no weapon formed against them shall ever prosper. Because greater than he that's in us than he that's in the world. He in the world has been defeated. And we thank you, God. We thank you for the plans and purpose you have for our child from the very beginning. Shall take place. And that path to those plans, God, is your word. And they will fall in love with your word. And God, our kids, some of our kids, Lord, have been hearing the scripture. Some of them sat in church beside us at one time and now they're gone. Well, Father, we say that that word will not come back void. And God, that we ask that you would open up your ears, a spiritual understanding of what they once heard will now come alive in their life. Of understanding, surrender life to you, God. And for our prodigals who are gone, we come back. Come back from the east and the west and the south and the north. They come back into fellowship. Come back to you, God. God, all of this, all this is the concerns of our heart, but God, all this is for your glory. And we thank you, God. We will not go by what we see. We're going to go by what your word says. And we're going to see it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, folks. Yes. And, and again, there's plenty more scripture out there. Right? We could be here all day long. But again, to stand on that and speak that out. You know, there used to be a cartoon, I think it was, if I remember right, a sheepdog and a wolf. And in the morning, they, they all go in there and punch a, Ralph was a dog then. Like, yeah. Morning, Ralph. Good morning, okay? They punch a clock, and then the, the wolf will go out there and try to attack the sheep. And the wolf, uh, the dog was there to protect him, you know. No matter how many times that wolf tried to get the sheep, he always failed, did he not? You know why? Because the dog was there. The shepherd, sheep dog. And folks, the same way here, we have an adversary out there who wants to devour us and devour our family. But I'm telling you, along the sheep dog, which is you, with Christ in you, is on the watch, speaking out the word of God, he ain't going to get him. Amen. Just make sure you punch your clock. Don't, don't give up. Amen? Amen. Carol, will you lead us in for Israel? Now, I believe she put prayer, prayer things in the bulletin you take home with you. Uh, has all the scriptures that we base it on. And it's quoting scripture, but it's also speaking the content of scripture. And that shows you why we say what we do. Honey? Okay. Heavenly Father, we just come before you and we thank you for the word that you've given us for our children. And now we just look to you for the the people of Israel. Lord, it's an honor to be able to pray for your chosen people. It's a privilege to pray for the land of the Bible. And Lord, we just connect our faith with those around the world that are praying for Israel right now. And we just speak forth your word. We know that your word tells us that Michael, the archangel, is given authority and, and protection over the land of Israel. So we just speak your word to loose him and his mighty army, his, his units of heavenly hosts to fight for the land of Israel. We just ask, Lord, that you would plant uh, angels all around Israel, even in the tunnels that have been dug to destroy them, Lord, Put 
the angels there and open the eyes of the people, both the terrorists and the land and the Jews, Lord, that their eyes would be opened and they would see miracle signs and wonders because the God of heaven is fighting for them. Lord, we thank you because your word says that someday all of Israel will be saved and you are using this very chaotic uh, devastation that you can bring about good. Only you can do that, Lord. Only you could bring good out of this. And we trust in you that that's what you're doing. Father, we just ask that no weapon formed against them will prosper. And Father, your son, Jesus, taught us to pray for our enemies. And so we pray for Hamas. We pray for Hezbollah in the north. We pray for salvation for them and their families. We know, Lord, that your desire, your will is that none would perish, that none would go to hell. And we just bind that spirit of hatred, that spirit of murder, that they have been deceived into believing. We just bind that in the name of Jesus. And we loose love. For perfect love cast out all fear. And where the, f- the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, like we sung about this morning. And Lord, we just speak that every one of them are free from those spirits in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for answering our prayers on their behalf. Lord, we thank you that all the world is going to stand and see that you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That you are the one true living God. And we thank you for it in your name. Amen. Thank you very much. That's what prayer is all about, being in battle. Leaving here this morning, there we have it, we have done what God called us to do. He laid on our hearts to pray for our children, 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 and for Israel, and we accomplished that. His word went out today. I'm telling you, what, I just praise God for that. On a smaller scale, folks, listen yourself. If you're, if you're battling something, and you boy, you get whooped all the time, I encourage you. You know, get hold of myself or Pastor Carol or a prayer part, someone's reading the word, to come alongside of you in agreement and pray. Uh, it, it's, it's very powerful. And there's nothing, let nothing be embarrassing to you to pray against. Because we're all can get under different attacks. Amen? But I'm telling you, that's how we whoop the enemy. Is by staying in agreement on the God's word and watch him do what he wants to do. Amen? Amen. Praise God. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may He turn His face toward you and continue to give you peace. And may the promises He gave Abraham and the promises He handed down to us and may the Spirit of the living God that lives within you bring you peace, comfort, and guidance this week. And may be victorious in all that you encounter. All for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.